Welcome to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Carden. Over here, we're dedicated to helping hairstylists manage their finances, stay organized, healthy, and manage their time and mental well-being. We focus on staying healthy in all areas of life and maximizing productivity. If you're a hairstylist looking for these things, then this is the podcast for you. Together, we'll avoid burnout and step into being the smartest, wealthiest stylists that we can be. Good morning and welcome back to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. Today's episode is called The Power of Positivity. So having a positive mindset can change the whole path of your life, your business, how you deal with clients, and how you handle coworkers. In today's episode, we're going to go over the abundance versus scarcity mindset and how to shift into an abundance mindset, as well as the physical and mental effects of a positive mindset. When you think positive, things move in the direction that you want them to go. Opportunities arise that you probably wouldn't have even seen if you were stuck in a negative mindset. Um, so let's get started with the abundance versus scarcity mindset. This is a concept that I absolutely love because it embodies who you are as a person, your characteristics and the way that you think. And then you can kind of unpack that and recognize if you are living in abundance or if you're living in scarcity and then adjust, you know, find the things that can help shift you into an abundance mindset and shift you into that positive thinking. Um, and it will just affect your entire life on how you view situations, how you view opportunities, how you handle confrontation. Um, it's just really a powerful tool. And when, you know, awareness is the very first key, you know, knowing that you are in an abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset. Once you have awareness, then you can adjust. So first, let's go over the attributes of someone who has an abundance mindset. This is someone who um, keeps a to-do list or a project list. They embrace change. They exude joy. They share information that they have. They talk about ideas. They read every day. They give um, other people credit for their victories. They have a sense of gratitude. They compliment. They forgive others. They accept responsibility for their failures. They keep a journal. They want others to succeed. They set goals and develop life plans. They continuously learn and they operate from a transformational perspective. So when I read off those attributes, you think, you know, they are happy most of the time. They're you know, I like that it says they're willing to accept their failures, you know, that it's a, it's a person that is saying, you know, yes, I did this. I totally own it. Now let's change it. You know, having that transformational perspective, knowing that, okay, so this is the, you know, mistake that I've made instead of just laying down in that and, you know, identifying as your failure, you choose to rise above it and identify with the solution. So a scarcity mindset is 
you exude anger, you hoard information and data, you talk bad about people, fly by the seat of your pants, you fear change, watch TV every day, take all the credit for your own victory, have a sense of entitlement, you criticize people, you hold a grudge, you blame others for their failures and your failures, you say you keep a journal but you really don't, they think they know it all, they operate from a transactional perspective, secretly hope others fail, they don't know what they want to be, and they never set goals. And I have to say, there are several times in my life where I definitely related with the scarcity mindset. Before this whole journey took place, I really did um, feel like I was afraid. I flew by the seat of my pants. I've always been a positive person. I've always wanted to build others up. You know, there are some things that I definitely was in the abundance mindset. I've always been kind and tried to build others up instead of, you know, I'm just not a negative person. But I definitely had a lot of things on the scarcity mindset side. And you know, if you are listening to this and you hear me read those scarcity mindset things and you're like, I'm literally all of those. I'm such a bad person. Don't even go there because this episode is about abundance mindset and the power of positivity. So, okay. So you, you recognize yourself as the scarcity mindset. What now? So I want to give some more examples of, you know, the scarcity mindset and like, pessimistic thinking in like certain situations because you know when I read those off maybe you're not necessarily identifying with that Um, but I still want to just dig that up if you do have that lurking in you that way you have awareness and you can move past it Um, so the first one is they consider the limitations of a situation they lead with a victim mentality They spend their mental energy on what's lacking in their life. They feel frustrated, powerless, anxious, angry, and fearful. Their negative mind, their negative attitude demotivates others and drains their energies. They refuse to collaborate or share credit with others. They think small, often avoiding risk, find it hard to trust others, defaulting to suspicion, act as a taker, expecting more from others establish their sense of self-worth by comparing themselves to others. And then the abundance mindset is optimistic thinking. So some examples of those are considers the opportunities in a situation, leads with control by taking responsibility, spends their mental energy on new possibilities, feels empowered and engaged, their positive attitude inspires and energizes others to perform well. They collaborate well with others by sharing knowledge and success. They think big, often embracing risk, lead with trust by focusing on relationships, act as a giver, contributing to others' well-being, and establish their sense of self-worth by comparing themselves to their best self. So you can see the stark contrast between the two. I feel like scarcity mindset is just operating from lack. You know, you're, you're trying to take as much as you can get because you're a victim or you're feeling without, and that's okay. As long as you're realizing that what you're doing is causing yourself harm and then that you can change just by simply 
changing your mindset and shifting into more of an abundance mindset, you reduce drama in your life. You speak positivity into your life. Um, you can see new opportunities that you wouldn't have seen before. You have better relationships. I mean, there's so many things that you can benefit from just by shifting your mindset into a positive mindset. So, okay, you're realizing that, you know, maybe you're a mix of both. So like, what's the next step? Once you're realizing this whole mindset thing, what do you do next? The very first one would be to develop your self-awareness. When you become self-aware, it's like moving from a passenger seat into the driver's seat. It's an empowering feeling. You have the power to push the gas or hit the brakes. And you're the one that knows where you're going. You can say, okay, I claim that, you know, I have been negative in the past. I am struggling with this scarcity mindset, but I'm going to change that. I'm going to get in the driver's seat and I'm going to drive to the abundance mindset. Yes, it's a journey, but you can do it. It will impact every single area of your life, your relationships, your finances, your career opportunities. I will tell you, like for me, you know, when I was operating more out of a scarcity mindset, I was afraid to raise my prices. You know, I just never thought anything would change. Like, I was stuck in this place of, well, this is it, you know, this is, this is my life. Whenever I had my, you know, my big come to Jesus moment, it expanded my opportunity. It made me get uncomfortable. And the first step was that I said to my husband, you know, I have this debt. I accept full responsibility for this. And, you know, because of his reaction, because he doesn't operate out of a scarcity mindset, he said, okay, that, you know, I forgive you. Life's good. So, but you have to fix it. So by him saying, you know, okay, that's fine, but you have to fix it. That triggered something in my brain to say, okay, I'm still accepted. I'm loved here. Let's change this. So I expanded my mind in education. I started reading and teaching myself and learning how I could get out of this debt quicker. And one thing led to another. And then here we are with Smart Wealthy Stylists. You know, this was, it was almost a year ago and it was in September that I went to my Christian women's retreat and just totally felt convicted by God to tell my husband, you know, about some of this debt that I had and stuff. And, uh, if you haven't heard the episode, go back to get to know me. And I explain all of this, how I came to this. So, um, anyway, because I accepted my failure and stepped into, okay, I forgive myself. I can move past this. What's the next step? It led to expansiveness. It led to a whole new company. It led to me creating a podcast. It led to me creating, you know, online courses for women and men who are, you know, in debt, struggling as a hairstylist and just feeling like there's no hope. That would have never happened if I did not own my failure and say, okay, this is what I did. What do I do now? I moved out of that scarcity mindset into an abundance mindset. The second one is create a daily gratitude practice. If you can't be grateful for what you have right now, you will never be grateful for what you'll have later. By being 
grateful and being intentional about that, it shifts your perspective into what you're lacking or from what you're lacking into what you have. It's such a powerful experience because there's with social media and just the world that we live in right now, there's so many opportunities for us to have that lacking mindset and to think, oh, you know, if I just had a better salon to work in or if I had a nicer house or if I had a better phone or if I went on more vacations or, you know, and like with my kids and family and all that, you know, I saw a video of a little old lady and she was talking about, you know, it was the last stage of her life where she kept waiting for the what ifs or wins and she was talking about how, you know, I can't wait till my kids are potty trained. I can't wait till they're old enough to go on vacation. I can't wait until, you know, and all those seasons in her life were over. And she was encouraging people to be grateful in that exact moment, right where you're at. Quit waiting for the wins and the what ifs. Be present in the moment and be thankful for that moment. And that is such a powerful thing to say, you know, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful that my little guy's still in diapers. It's fine. <laughs> I am happy in this home. I am happy in this place in my life. You know, being intentional every single day and writing something down that you are grateful for is a powerful thing. And when you are focusing on gratitude, ungratefulness cannot come in your mind. The next one is managing your narrative. Negative self-talk murders your confidence and totally destroys your ability to believe in yourself. Avoid thinking about people, places, and things that do not serve you. So anytime I feel a negative feeling come up in my, in, in my chest or in my brain, you know, I'll feel that like kind of negative situation or something. I just breathe through that. I take a deep breath in and breathe out and I replace it with a positive thought. Whether it's trauma, whether it's a bad situation that happened, whatever it is, you can adjust that and shift your mindset. Think of a situation that is a situation that you loved, a happy situation, something you're grateful for, just shifting your perspective from that negative thought, negative situation, and shift it to a positive one. And this can also pertain to fear. So if you're afraid of action, whatever it is that you're afraid of, instead of focusing on the worst thing that could happen, shift your thought to what's the best thing that could happen. Nine times out of 10, fear is an illusion. It is not reality. And one of the best ways to combat fear is to run straight at it. Whatever you're afraid of, run straight for it and do that exact thing because that's where you're going to find your most, most growth. So, you know, if you're afraid of raising your prices, run at it head on, do what you need to do because fear is an illusion and fear is what keeps you captive. Fear is what keeps you stagnant. You will never grow if you continually give in to fear. So I know it's hard because I have dealt with the exact same thing. And it is so much easier to just say, oh, I'll do it later. You know, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Like, but what if I lose everyone? What if, what if this, what if that? Well, what if you don't, what if you double your income? 
What if you triple your income? What if you can get out of debt five years sooner? What if you become, you know, the top educator in your state? You know, whatever it is that you are fearing, run head on for it and expect the best. Instead of thinking about what you're afraid of, think about the possibilities that could happen. Shifting that scarcity mindset into an abundance mindset is such a powerful thing. And you can accomplish anything that you want to do as long as you're thinking positively and running head on at that fear. Another point is surrounding yourself with people who have an abundance mindset. If you spend your time with appreciative people, you will find more opportunities to appreciate. And when you are surrounding yourself with a bunch of people who have a scarcity mindset, you will find yourself dragging yourself right down with them. So a lot of times just changing your circle and changing who that you associate with can make a huge impact on your life. Finding the right crowd and people who are building each other up, sharing information, sharing growth strategies, sharing ways to educate, like those are the people that you want to be in with. Whenever you are sharing information, being kind, building one another up, not gossiping about each other. If you're talking about another person, it should only be good things coming out of your mouth. You've got to stop the negative backbiting, backstabbing negativity. All that's going to do is make you feel worse. Like I know that a lot of people do that and then they feel like there's camaraderie among them. But I want to remind you that if you're talking bad about people with other people, chances are when they're not with you, they're talking bad about you. So by finding the right people and surrounding yourself with them and finding a positive group, that is where you're going to find future alliances and business. That's where you're going to find inspiration. And that's where you're going to find people who will always be there to support you and lift you up. And that also leads into this next one, creating a win-win situation. So by that, I mean, um, win-win situations, you can find this method of thought, find ways for both sides to walk away with a sense of accomplishment and positive feelings about a situation or a conversation. So if you do have to have a confrontation with someone, confrontation doesn't always have to be bad. So if you have to have a, a conversation with a colleague before you go in to this conversation with them, you know, think of ways that both of you could win. Don't just think from a selfish perspective, like, oh my gosh, she's always late. She drives me crazy. I'm just going to fire her. Clients are waiting on her. She's 30 minutes, you know, don't go in with that kind of mindset. Go in thinking, okay, if I can get her to come in 10 minutes early before client appointments start, I'm going to give her an incentive. We both win if X, Y, Z. So by creating situations um, around confrontation where both sides win, it creates a positive interaction, it creates positive work environments, and it's just shifting both of you into that abundance mindset. And the last one I would say is when it comes to comparison, I want you to compare yourself with only your best self. Don't compare yourself with other people because they have different upbringings. They have different ways of life. They have a different story. They have a different job. They have a different 
atmosphere. They have a different community. You can't compare yourself with other people. I want you to only compare yourself to your best self because in that aspect, you know what you're capable of and you know that you can push past that, that you can be better, you know, and it's more realistic. It's um, freeing knowing that you are in control of how good you can be because you know your story. And when you shoot for the best that you're capable of and pushing past that only leads to growth, positivity, and excitement looking towards the future. So I want to encourage you today to really dig deep. I want you to write down scarcity and abundance at the top of a piece of paper. Go back to the beginning of this episode, listen to some of the characteristics of a scarcity mindset versus an abundance mindset and write down the ones that you are in each column. And then whenever you're self-aware of each of those columns, you can then adjust. You can say, okay, well, you know, I've been keeping this information quiet. I'm not sharing my education with anyone else. And, you know, this is a huge opportunity that I'm missing out on. Like you could create an online course. You could start educating stylists on this thing that you love and you've created and make massive passive income off of it. Or, um, you know, maybe you are the gossiper in your salon. Maybe you're the one that causes all the problems by recognizing and owning it and saying, yes, I am this person. I have made these decisions. I own it. Let's move past it. That's where you're going to find, um, true growth and abundance. Whenever you recognize it, you own it, and then you change it. You know, if you're struggling with fear, write that down. And whatever you're fearing, you know, write down the worst outcomes and the best outcomes and then run at it. Change whatever you're fearing. I want you to move straight at it and conquer it because fear is an illusion and whatever you're fearing, you can overcome. By doing this exercise and writing down the scarcity mindset things, you know, this can be an uncomfortable thing, but I really want to encourage you to do it so that you can really move past whatever you're struggling with and move into that abundance mindset. I want you to grow. I want you to create. I want you to be happy. I want you to truly find that positivity and be proud of yourself. Be happy for yourself. Create that most wonderful work environment for you and the people in your salon you know, create those products and education and, and maybe, maybe you don't want to create anything. Maybe you're just very happy where you're at and you just want to find peace. Maybe you just want to do hair, go home and enjoy your family. That is awesome. Whatever it is that you're wanting to do, work through it, find the root causes of the thorns in your side and shift them into a positive thing. The power of positivity can absolutely change your life and change every aspect of what you're doing. So I want you to try today to shift into an abundance mindset. Let me know if you do do this exercise. I would love to see what you come up with and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening in today. If you have a burning question or a topic you want me to cover, leave a review and ask the question in the review. This is the best way to get your questions answered. 
just remember, you are a smart, wealthy stylist and you are capable of anything you set your mind to. I'll catch you later. Don't be a stranger.